summertime, somebody out there is having a cookout right now. You did say you wanted to have a cookout. We all right. do. We used to we used to have little shindigs all the time. We used to not have a baby all the time. Welcome <laughs> back, everybody. This is she and I. I am your host, B Love. Did you miss me? And I always have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and B Love. And we are back. This is She and I Podcast. The best thing to happen on a Tuesday since Monday. And I keep saying I'm going to put those uh, what do I call those? Those logo T-shirts on sale on the website. It's the podcast T-shirt. The podcast logo <laughs> T-shirt. They have a specific name, though, India. Okay. So I keep saying that every week, and I keep doing something else. I don't know. I keep procrastinating. I'm worse than India. I feel like, um, let me tell you, sometimes I feel like we have a fear of failing, and I think the fear of failing keeps us from doing a lot of things that we should just go out there and do that's very true i think it happens for everybody in relationships like listen somebody out there right now needs to hear this i want you to look in the mirror tonight today whenever you hear this podcast and say damn it i'm going to shoot my shot (laughs) shoot it (laughs) don't be afraid of rejection Listen, sometimes it takes 100 no's to get that one yes. And I say all that to say, sometimes we do get bottled up in our own feelings. We get in our own heads about a lot of things. If it's a business idea, if it's a blog, shit, a lot of girls, a lot of females, I'm sorry to say that, and I'm sorry to generalize like this, but a lot of girls, you guys get caught up in, you will see a girl, and you'll be like, damn, I bet she'll be a fantastic friend, and then you won't say anything to her, because you're (laughs) nervous that she's going to turn your friendship down. Shoot your shot too, ladies, if you see a girl who you might think will be a phenomenal friend or a phenomenal person to hang out with, go out and shoot. Your shot. All I'm, I'm trying to say is... My introverted self is cringing at that idea. We can't let fear get in the way of us being great. Let me... Hold hey, man. On. Hey, man, what? Brother Beard. Where are my manners hey right man, now? Hey, man, Brother Beard. Where am I? Let me hit it again. Make up for me not hitting it earlier. Um, yeah, I feel like it does. Even with it me. Does. I, I was going to say, like, even with my blog, like, I've yep. been working on this relaunch forever, and I haven't launched it because I'm like, I mean, it's different from, you know, what I had before. And I was the reason why I started it before isn't the reason yeah. why I'm relaunching it. Yeah, I'll be honest with y'all. So. Um, in the moment of me, not even a relationship, but in the moment of me being transparent right now, the biggest reason why I was so nervous to do the second live. I was more nervous to do the second live podcast than I was the first one because the first one was such a success. I was nervous that I couldn't, 
I couldn't compete with myself for the second live show. And that's a good feeling to have. Like, um, you, you know, we keep getting bigger and we keep like elevating the show. Well, you so, be so hard on yourself. I feel like if you have an idea that big, you ain't no backing down now. Oh, no. You, now I you. usually <laughs> don't. But and another reason, too, we're going on another vacation here soon and. I gotta pay for the upgrade to the website, and you know I need I need my money to be on the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna rent a yacht, and uh, I need to need to gotta save my money. But anyway, I say all that to say, don't be scared to fail. You will fail, but in the event that you do fail, make sure that you learn a lesson from your failure in relationships, in business. In friendship, whatever the case may be, jump in okay. the damn deep end and start swimming. What is a failure that you've had Ooh. in your relationship? That's a good question. Um, well, sometimes, you know, when I think I'm finna lay it down in the bedroom and I'm excited. <laughs> I get you all naked. I think I'm finna go about... I think I'm at least gonna give you a strong 45 and end up getting you four two five. Yeah, like including, you know, the foreplay and everything. Okay. So sometimes, you know, when I think I'm finna give you 45, I give you four R5. <laughs> so that I would consider to be a big failure in a relationship. Okay. You know, and that's when you gotta pop that old blue chew. Failure to make up for in it on the business. Oh, now that's a big one. Um Without further ado, let me do what I do. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Failure in business. Um, Considering you just celebrated your... Oh, we're going to get there in a second. I can't say Go what? ahead and say it. Yeah, we, I'll say it again. Go ahead. Go ahead. You just say celebrated I... 10 years of entrepreneurship, so... <laughs> talk to him. Talk about business failures um, since we're here. Right. So my business failures, my bit. Well, let me back up. Relationship failures will probably be, um, and I hate to say what I'm going to say is in the beginning, like not even in a marriage, right? When we are first dating, every guy expects to, we don't do this. Black men don't cheat. But, you know, back in the day when we were, when we did have indiscretions, every guy expects to not get caught. And, you know, those are mistakes that we all make um, as males. The expectations like when you of. you make that like a failure, you mean like you failed because you got caught? No, you fail to think you're not going to get okay, caught. Okay, okay. That's the failure. Like, this is just to be honest with you. It's yeah. only a matter of time. Like people say in the um, drug game, you're going to end up either dead or in jail. Like, that's what they say. And so even in a relationship, I feel like there's only a matter of time before you get caught if you are cheating, especially if you're cheating with two women who are you who you are strongly considering making either one could be your girlfriend like either like it could go either way so you're basically cheating on two people who don't deserve, deserve to be cheated on either one um so i would say that's probably the biggest mistake just um taking taking women for granted taking sometimes taking you for granted and not not giving not giving you 
the 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 respect you deserve in the beginning of our relationship when we first started to talk. Okay. So that's probably you know one of the biggest mistakes. But we all live and we learn. I was trying to be a player. I was just crushing a lot. I don't want to be a player Boy, no more. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. A whole joke. But in business now, that's a whole different ball game. I failed quite a few times um, to get to these 10 years. I mean, in different avenues of business from the sneaker convention. That's, you know, I always say that's the biggest thing of all. No matter. The thing about it is um, it wasn't a ton of money. But what I saw it being was a lot bigger than what it has become or, or did become. So I feel like that was a failure, um, bringing somebody into the inner circle. Yeah. And I didn't, I had no clue of their um, pedigree. I didn't know that person's character. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when you, when you do business with people, you kind of put yourself out, put yourself out there, um, for somebody else to, to, to kind of see what's going on behind the curtain. You know, you yeah. open your door and show them how the sausage is made, per se. And I don't think that's right for everybody to see and everybody to know. So now, like, look, I learned. So I wouldn't say it was a failure because every time I did, quote unquote, fail in business, I learned a valuable lesson that I continue to take with me now. Now, like looking back on that, I now know how to talk to people when I go to these business lunches. You know, yeah. I've been, I'm, I had one last week. I'm going on one this week. So now when I go to business lunches and business panels, I know I got to, I have a good gauge on a person when I speak to them and I don't, I know not to disclose everything up front until that person has my un, unlimited trust. Okay. And then we can start business. So, I mean, that that's it. You can't trust everybody that you go in business with. And if you feel like you can't trust somebody that you are in business with, you better get out of business with them. Yeah. Just like a relationship. If I feel like I can't trust India, I'm not going to keep being married to this old thought girl summer. Uh-uh. I'm getting her up out of here. I don't want to thought. Very. Right now, what you guys can't see behind the scenes, speaking of behind the scenes, India is on the mic taking her <laughs> braids out of her hair. India thinks she's Stony. And if you don't know who Stony is, go to Set It Off and type in Stony. What, I'm doing, what, what I'm doing is I'm multitasking. I'm multitasking. That's all I'm doing. You swear you want to be a red table talk so bad. Uh, there, was, there was a third one that I that I had to ask you. It was a failure in relationship, failure in business, failure in friendships. Oh, well, I don't want to get on that subject yet because we are going to have an episode here soon talking about that exact topic. But I can kind of give you um, me failing somebody. And it's kind of a question I was going to ask you later. So let's get to it. Um, one of the things that somebody kind of, somebody did ask me recently about relationships was um, how do we deal with regrets in our life and how does that affect our relationship? Kind of, same thing, kind of dealing with failure, right? The person came to me and they said, uh, do you regret anything as far as marriage or do you regret anything in life in general? And did that, did that affect, did that affect, I'm sorry, your marriage? And I was like, uh, 
Not, not really. So ask that question again. Um, I've, I've no. Th- what I asked was failure in friendships. Right, and that led me to to my point. But a failure in friendship. Uh, I don't even now. I don't like talking on the phone, <laughs> so I don't reach out to my friends enough. I don't call. I can just name them, and they know this. I would tell them that. I don't call Ashley enough. I don't call. Uh, I talk to Philip quite often. Um, I don't call Westside, Dana. I, I just don't call my friends enough to just say, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah. let's shoot the shit. Like, let's just talk like regular people. Let's tell a few jokes. You know, like, let's just be. I don't know. We don't have yeah. to have an agenda to pick up a phone and just check and say, hey, man, how are you doing? Um, yeah. Josh, I don't call Josh. CC. Um, it's a lot of people that I would love to talk to more. Yeah, but, but I don't again. think those are necessarily failures. I mean, I, I mean, of course, like if you continue to drift away from people, then, you know, that could be a failed friendship. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that as as you get older, as people's like entire life dynamic change, you know, those friendships change to where you don't talk as often. But how I gauge it is I feel like like if that person crosses my mind and I'm like, OK, I need to check on that person. Right. That's true. Like that, because like, just like the way like our lives are set up right now. Yeah, for sure. You know, I can't talk to my friends every day. Exactly. And I don't talk to them every week either. Right we on. Probably text, you know, at least once a week. Yeah. Um, but if it's like, if it, if I feel like it's been a while since we've talked, and they just cross my mind, I'm like, I need to pick up the phone to call them. Right. And I'm going to talk about this again on the episode I mentioned earlier. We're definitely going to talk about this subject in depth. But it's taboo for a guy to say, I miss my friend, right? Yeah. Um, It's tough for me being a male to just literally open up my mouth and tell one of my friends that I miss them. I don't want to go too deep into it. Yeah. But um, I don't feel like that's just for guys. I feel like that's people in general. Right. You know, like it's it's hard for me to say that mm-hmm. to people. Not, you know, not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. I just think it's because I grew up with a lack of affection. Mm. If you so, for affection, you know, I didn't grow up saying those types of phrases very often Me like either. i miss you i love you and you know that's why i try to say it to you know you and blake because right. i want that to change you know as far as how blake is raised and i say mm. that to him a lot um but i feel like that's that's kind of where it stems from because i don't like i i don't remember that hardly ever happening you know like I miss you. I love you. You know, coming from your parents. Right. We say it now. He just didn't grow mm-hmm. up in families like that. And I feel like that is what has spilled over into our adult relationships. I would agree. Um, My parents and I, we say it now. Do you? Like when we, yeah, sometimes not, not much. I mean, it's kind of the same deal. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not often. Um, we, we might text each other and say it. Um, when we leave, we go home and we leave. Yeah. We'll say it then, but it's not like every time we get on the phone, like you and I, we say it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I tell Blake that every day, probably 35 times, he gets tired of hearing it. Um, but I have to make sure that you and Blake know that I love you guys. Like, 
more than anything. But you're right. I think that is uh, there is an emotional gap there when it comes to. Yeah, so it's like, how, how can we say those types of things to our friends when, you know, we didn't grow up shit, saying those types say of things right. to our own parents? You know, that should, that should yeah. be easy money. For sure. You know, but if you're not used to saying stuff like that, it's hard for it to come out. It's like a like it's hard to be nice. It's hard to be affectionate. It's hard to be soft and yeah. sweet and, you know, genuine in that aspect of it right but see i'm gonna say this too so even by me saying to my friend hey i man dog like listen like i miss you you know what i'm saying we used to do xyz together i miss you so after i say that like what's gonna happen for example i'll say somebody's name right now because it's not like a problem he just left you know what i mean he left for good reason um but that was still is not even a was um cc oh yeah <laughs> You know how, like, you know how much I appreciate his friendship. Yeah. So, um, when he left, we don't talk as much. Yeah. But that's because you live in different cities. Yeah, just because we live in different cities, yeah. right? It's nothing. Yeah, but that's my guy. Yeah. Even right now, I'm like, uh, what do I say? Like, that's my. I'm struggling to say, I miss my friend, and I wish he was still in Nashville. Yeah. Like, it's it's tough to say, but yeah, I feel like. As far as being transparent, like that's that's the thing that we should all say. Yeah, I feel like it's something like even Ashley. Like I, I wish Ashley was still here. You know, yeah. like Diane. It's people that you think about who you wish were around more. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I wish my best friends were still here. Or For I sure. mean, Ophelia, she left. You know, many moons ago. You know, we haven't lived in the same city since we were eighteen. But you know, Amber left, and you know, she went back. Or she didn't go back nowhere. She moved out of town. Right. And so, you know, the, they've been my best friends for a long time. So we say, I, I mean, even say, Taylor, she don't even live here. You know, Taylor, those are yeah, people that, that I grew up with. Right. You know, and if, if we lived in the same city, I, those are, are the people that I would be hanging with. Yeah. 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 And Chris in New York. So, I mean, if we didn't say your name. Don't get offended. No. It's way too... We have a lot of friends who we really miss and we really enjoy. We just... Andy just asked the question and it was on my mind right then. We're going to talk about that in depth. Coming soon. We got a good old episode coming. But... So, doubling back to your question that um, someone asked you as far as like regrets regrets. before marriage. Um, I feel like because I got married so young. Yeah. Mm, how old was I? 23? 23 with a money tree. I kind of wish that I had lived a little bit more. Um, not, I mean, like, I lived with you. I just didn't have any real moments of independency. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, I left home, went to college. Sound like you were independent then. I mean, sound I mean, like I you were independent co- but, at but 18. But I, I met you when I was right, 19. Right, you did. I met you when I was 19. You were cheating on me and anyway. Then, you had at least three boyfriends. Whatever. Mm. But even like when I was 19, mm. like, and we started dating, you were helping me out. <laughs> like, yeah. with my bills and stuff. You were helping me out a lot. Listen, man. You know, so. I'm just a real guy. You I know? didn't really ever have any real moments to myself like I kind of wish that I had done s- some more like self 
seeking. You wanted a hot like, girl summer earlier? No, no, I didn't. I didn't oh, want a hot, hot girl summer. Girl I just, I just kind of wish that I had gotten, you know, more time to get to know myself. Okay. Because you need a vibrator. You know, we. Sh- no, no, no. I know myself very well in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, freak nasty want to know <laughs> how do you want it that's what the song said in the beginning vibration rule the nation just to know like what I wanted out of life and you know we argued so much in you the know, beginning in, in the, the beginning, beginning we did. and I changed so much and you know part of the reason like when we kept arguing I was like you have to understand like we, we've known each other almost 10 years and you met me when I was 19 so at you know well, I'm 28 now you, you're not you're not in a relationship with the same person that you were with You're right. <laughs> back then, you, you were know? from Blazers to Balenciagas. No, <laughs> we ain't there yet. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I don't even know if that's, you know, like a real regret, but I just wish I had given myself more time to get to know myself. I don't regret getting married as early as I did. I mean, I knew who I wanted to marry. Right. You know, but... Just more time. That's it? Just yeah. more time? Uh, in my lifetime, I don't really have a bunch of regrets. Um, a wise man said, you know, um, on the road to success, we have to learn to live with regrets. Shout out to Sean Carter. <laughs> so he told us that a long time ago. So all of my regrets, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning, they didn't really affect our relationship simply because... I only had two major regrets, like major regrets. Um, one of those regrets is has a lot to do with my friend tying a friend thing um, back in from back in Mississippi. My homeboy, um, Chris, rest in peace, who passed away. I feel like I should have done a better job of talking to him while i was away you get what i'm saying every time i went back home for any vacation we we linked up like old rusty bike chain link link but when i got back to tennessee it was like all right we lost communication for four months but then when i got back home we picked right back up you know what i mean from where we left off and it's all of kind of all of the homies from back home i just wish that as far as a big regret especially because he passed away is that I should have did a better job of letting him know how much I appreciated him before all of that happened. But, but in, as far as that affecting you and I, um, in our relationship, it really didn't because the good thing about it, it, it did affect it, affected in a positive way because when he passed away, you were right by my side the entire time to yeah. make sure that I was okay. Um, you saw me in a vulnerable state. Um, and you and you kind of showed me, you know, y- you were there with with gentle gloves. You handled me like a <laughs> fragile piece of old china. Cause I am a little fragile, you know. Yeah. I got a big heart. So you were there. You can be just very to make sensitive. Sure. Yeah, I you don't am like sensitive. to you you don't like to admit that. I'm but in you, touch. You, you you're not in touch. I'm in touch. What you mean? You're not in touch. That's Listen, what causes your sensitivity. You need and like, a <laughs> sensitivity. 
Well, maybe not now. Definitely. Shut up. Definitely, like, back in the day. Like, he used to try to be so hard. And then, like, when we would get into it, I would just break you down. And not even trying to. I'm a gangster and a gentleman. I'm Jada Kiss. I'm oh, both. Whatever. The gangster and the gentleman. But no. But I, I still uh, think that all stems from, you know, how people grew up and the lack of affection that they showed, that was showed in their household. Right on. And then, um, so I said I had two major regrets. So that was one. And you were with me. You were by my side the entire time, which in turn made our relationship a lot more strong. So I say to my friend that that regret caused us to get closer together. I think the homie was trying to say that he had a few regrets, kind of like you mentioned in the beginning, that made their relationship, he and his significant other, their relationship kind of, um, it kind of tore them apart a little bit. Yeah. Because um, I guess she, he was kind of taking everything out on her because he had a lot on his plate to deal with. Yes, yeah. I had that on my plate to deal with, but you saw me in real time deal with that space. Again, another thing was me staying at my first job way too long. Um, my very first job out of college, I interned at this company. It was an, it's, it's, it's a great company, big name company. You guys definitely know where, where it was, but I worked for this company and I feel like that the only reason why I stuck around as long as I did, because I definitely shouldn't have, was because of my mom. And that brings us back to about two or three episodes ago where we talked about like staying at home with your parents. I feel like we sometimes we do stuff to please other people that we really don't want to do, especially our family, especially our significant other. If you feel like that there is something that you want to do that you feel like that is best for you, go out there and do it. Don't worry about what your parents have to say. Don't worry about, well, discuss it with your significant other if you guys are married. Let's talk about uh, more about the job. So the job, all right, let me let me stay here for a second, India said. I was in my job for, my first job, I was there for seven years. Fantastic company, great benefits, but they paid you in benefits and they paid you in the company name. They didn't pay you in real USD. Fortunately enough for me, I have my own business as well. So I could kind of stay there and reap the benefits. I told my mom, like, listen, I'm not getting paid a fair wage for the for the things that I know and what I do. And I feel like I needed to quit. My mom then, on the other hand, was like, ah, oh, you sure you want to do that? You got X, Y, Z. You're doing so much. You, um, you, you, are you, they, they love you there. All this. Listen, that's cool. But you can't pay bills off love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't pay bills off perks. You can pay bills off USD. And then on the flip side, it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I'm good at what I love to do. And this wasn't exactly it. So... As I proceeded to talk to people, and I told my boss, you know what I'm saying, I need I needed a wage increase because well, I'll tell you exactly what I told him. I told my boss, I said, listen, the cost of living in Nashville is increasing. Um, the houses are are are, are getting bigger, <laughs> but what's not getting bigger? My pay. 
do you see that equation working out? And she said, yeah. She said she was going to try to get me more money. Never did. So I had to leave. I told but my mom, like, for the longest, I think it was, I stayed there for seven years. In year three, I was ready to quit. In year three, I was ready to quit and move on. My mom convinced me to stay. And this is no knock against my mom because she was looking out for me in her own right saying hey you got these benefits and all this stuff but as parents here we go you and i india are parents now i feel like we shouldn't try to talk blake into doing something that he really does not want to do like yeah. i didn't want to stay there yeah. i didn't i did it for i did it for comfortability right and i told you i was like you need to quit <laughs> oh yeah you told me that a lot <laughs> I was coming home pissed. I'm making a drive, damn near hour, two hours, one hour to work, an hour or uh, just to get home, just to get pennies. I'm getting my master's degree at the time. Like it was a lot going and then, on. And you know, looking back in hindsight, yeah, yeah, you had a lot of migraines then. Mm-hmm. A lot of migraines, like affecting your overall quality of life. And mm-hmm. now I think that the job was part of the issue because you don't have nowhere near as many migraines as you used to. Probably have <laughs> 12 months in a year. I probably have about seven migraines. Now, seven. I said it. Seven with an M. So, yeah, I do feel like the job had a lot to do with it. So, that's one thing I regret not quitting sooner. And it's funny, you know, as black parents and also as a black son and a black daughter i feel like that we don't necessarily know how free and what i mean by free listen to me real fast how free black kids look and that's why we call Jaden and willow smith weird because will and jada have they gave those kids the free reign to be themselves mm. For us, yeah. it was always a boxed-in approach. Like, hey, you should go to college. You should yeah. do this. You should do that. Nah, what if that's not what I want to do? Yeah. Now we are looking at Will and Jaden. Um, sorry, Willow and Jaden, and we look at them and like, damn, these kids are out here. Jaden giving up water. Got a goddamn homeless food truck. I mean, uh, Willow, they they started with money. Started with a lot of money to, to do those things. However. They are very free-spirited kids, and it's because their parents allow them to be that way. Free thinkers, I went right. went to college. Um, when I went to college, I didn't even know what I wanted to do in college. Finished college, and it still wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it was because I was always taught that that's what I was supposed to do. Like, you know, you go to high school, you go get a college degree. Yeah. Preferably be a nurse. Exactly. Or a we talked about that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And here I am. A podcaster. Not doing a blogger. And I mean a boutique but, owner. E- but even before, you know, I was working as a project manager. You were a project manager. You're right. You know, so still nothing that I went to school for. So I agree. I I agree. You you definitely have to give people or g- give children the free the reign. To do what they want to do. So yeah, those are my only two regrets. And at both of those times, my friend, India was there trying to actually talk me in to 
the direction I wanted to go. And that's the beauty of having a good partner by your side. They know you even when you don't know yourself. Drop a bomb for me. I'm preaching tonight. Somebody go ahead and give me some more. Boom, no. Boom, boom. No. Hannah in India came to my rescue. She came down from heaven like a angel and rescued me from the pits of hell. And then I rose I did not rescue up you from the pits of hell. From the Bear. ground. Enough. Like a phoenix Shut out of the up. ash. And then I tap that ass. Can I get a amen? Come on, somebody say it Let with me. me. Look at, at your neighbor on Tuesday. I need to move out the way. And tell them be love. Told you to get a good woman. Because I don't oh. want to be nowhere near you. You got to strike you down. That's what the pastors do. For and then at least him. I ain't pass around the collection plate 35 <laughs> times. Hmm. But if y'all, I told you, you I said, I've said it before, you do not like going to church. But if y'all want to give me an old <laughs> donation, send it to she and I podcast at gmail.com and I will take it. No, <laughs> but on another note, we're going to switch gears a little bit because we were serious right then. We never that serious. Oh, Jada Pinkett over here with me tonight. Oh, Stony. So I want to talk about a question. There was a question circulating the internet that India and I wanted to tackle. We almost talked about it during the week, but I said, chill, let's talk on the podcast. And that question was, is it tacky to use a coupon or a gift card on a first date? India, what do you think? Is it tacky? we talked about this before no we have not no okay we, i think we may have talked about something very similar but not this exact question i mean came from the shade room by the way uh, oh come on come on i don't want to say that it's tacky in case somebody is using the coupon i mean mm. i would Blazers to Balenciagas. Here we go. You know what? I would be okay. I think I would be okay. Depending on what kind of date it is. Like if you give me a heads up on what kind of date it is. It's our first date. This going to be like a chill date. What kind of restaurant are we going to where they still have coupons? So I'm about to get into my bag. Coupons or a gift card. Oh, um, the gift card is fine. And you spend the gift card like money anyway. That's what I'm saying. If I pull out a vanilla visa... Huh. You better be happy your ass got full and his meal is paid. The well, thing- and honestly, I was always told <clears throat> if you're not paying for the meal, hey, hey, come you shouldn't on be looking at the come check. Come on, somebody. And if I'm not looking at the check, I'm not looking at the form of payment that's going into the check. So You better let them know. I it. feel like I wouldn't I shouldn't know. Yep. So in that case, I wouldn't care. <laughs> you should not know and you shouldn't worry about. The only thing you need to worry about is did the meal get paid for and are you full? And, well, maybe a couple more things. Was the meal good? Now, I say all that to say this. If I ask you out on a date, first date, mm-hmm. and I 
tell you, hey, listen, I want to take you out on Thursday night. you like, ah, oh, well, I'm working late on Thursday. And I'm like, dang, see, Thursday, I really want to go out on Thursday. Can you switch some things around? And you're like, all right, let me see. Then boom, boom, you rearrange your schedule. Now, we get to dinner only to find out that the reason why I wanted to go to dinner on Thursday is because they have a buy one, get one free meal deal that every time you bought an entree, your guests got one for free. That, my friend, is tacky. I, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a bit annoyed. Yeah, you need to go ahead and dump that guy. Yeah, but I will say this: because I could have been at work getting my coins, and you playing. I mean, you want to buy? You want to take me to Shoney's for a nine ninety nine buffet <laughs> and a free sweet tea? And then wrong with a free sweet tea from Shoney's though. The only thing about <laughs> Shoney's when you go, you leave out smelling like Shoney's. I don't think I've Piccadilly's ever too. eaten at Shoney's. It's just like Piccadilly's. No, that's where we ate, went in Miami when we got there super late when I was pregnant. Was that Shoney's? Hell no. We, <laughs> we've never eaten at Shoney's together. I haven't eaten at Shoney's since about no, 1995. We were in Miami. We've never eaten don't at Shoney's. Don't they sell mostly breakfast? Yeah, we've never eaten at Shoney's. When we were in Miami, when I was pregnant, baby moon, we got to... We went to Denny's. Oh, okay. That's the same type of restaurant, right? Nah, Denny's. So I'm pretty sure Denny's got coupons. Yeah, for sure. I'm using the hell out of a Denny's coupon. Buy one, get one. But nah, so I say I'll have to say too. If I go to a restaurant and my grandmother got me a gift card to Moto for $100, and this is our first time going out, and I want to take you out to one of my favorite establishments, which is, which is Moto, and I pull out a gift card. I don't think you can complain about that because the meal is paid for and I'm paying full price. I don't think you can complain about anything. The thing you need to be doing right now is applauding me for knowing how to manage money and also get things for a discounted price. That means that in the long run, in the future, if our relationship continues and we go on a second and a third and a hundred day, you will feel secure when it's time for us to buy a home, when it's time for us to have a kid, because I know how to hold on to a dollar. That, that, that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. I don't think it should be for anybody. I know a lot of, I see a lot of people in the comments saying, yeah, I don't care. Um, I'm not trying to show a girl I'm broke. And then somebody said, I don't give a damn. I'll use my EBT card if they accept it. And I agree with all of that. Now, I would rather you be upfront and honest about your situation. Like, say, for instance, you're using a coupon because you, you really are low on money. I would rather appreciate your honesty. And, like, don't act like you got something that you don't. There you go. Because that, that isn't going to end well. Yeah, just keep For it a nobody. buck. Just go ahead and keep it a buck. But like you said in the beginning, you shouldn't be trying to look over my shoulder to see how I am paying for the meal. The only thing you need to be concerned about is that your meal is being paid for. Don't worry about how I'm paying. Just worry about if you are full or not. And that's that on that. Nah, my tip is coming up <laughs> right now. You better believe it. Here it comes, my tip. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relation Tip. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B-Love's Relation Tip is brought to you right back at it by the great 
taste of old Red Bull. I had one today, old Tropical. Old old Red Bull so good. Anyway, B-Love's relationship is for everybody. And I want to tell everybody to celebrate the small and the large wins. Celebrate everything. More life, more everything. This week, I celebrated my 10th year anniversary of being a small business owner. Yeah. But I'm not doing it for no applause. I'm trying to tell no. a story. I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything but to continue to do good damn business and to add on to my business empire. India went out of her way to get me a card with a handwritten note. Oh, boy, that was beautiful. I felt all the gratitude in the world, but I looked on the counter and there it was. What? An old red velvet cupcake from the cupcake collection. Oh. Ooh, listen, when I saw the cupcake, the card was sweet. When I saw the cupcake, damn, it brought a tear to my eye. I was so damn excited, I teared up. So you all know me by now. I'm not the biggest sweets person. I like a Rice Krispie treat. I like Jenny's ice cream. And I do love a the, lemon special, pie. the special occasion <laughs> red velvet cupcake. This small gesture went such a long way. And I feel like we should all be this thoughtful and kind. Do things for others when they've achieved a goal. Now, check this out. If your significant other is in school right now and they've been studying for a test all day and all night and they take that test and they pass it, they deserve a reward. If your significant other has been working on a presentation for weeks, and they deliver it at their job and get that damn promotion that they wanted, they deserve a reward. If your significant other has been struggling in the bedroom and they finally pop that blue chew or that old she orgasm <laughs> and they knock that thing out of the park, well, guess what? They deserve a goddamn reward and they deserve a round two. Hmm. The point is, the thank yous are great, but sometimes a little cupcake can go a long way. We all want to we all want acknowledgement from the people who matter most. So the tip is to go out there and get something that's going to let your significant other know. That you see them shining and you want to hold them up and put them on a pedestal. <laughs> and that, my friends, is be love. Like, and do you have anything to say while you're cutting your hair off? Well, the reason, enough. Okay. The reason why I did that is because I feel like in the first like two years that we were dating, I used to do stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you and just got I just, tired. I haven't, I, I haven't, I was like, hmm. I was like, what can I give him that won't break the bank? <laughs> That'll still be a very sweet gesture. 
Right. And it's a sweet was, treat. It's, and wrote it was, you a, a little letter. It's perfect. I feel <laughs> like that you don't have to go out there and break the bank on every accomplishment. So I said a little, a small gift will go a long way. If you know your significant other likes coffee, Go out there and get them a Starbucks gift card. If you know your significant other likes going to the beauty supply store, go out there to Hollywood <laughs> Beauty and get them, I don't know, a Hollywood You've Beauty been gift card. you me since we got on this podcast. Oh, oh, Hollywood Beauty. If you know your significant other likes Red Bull, buy them a Red Bull. Buy them the small things, those small intricate gifts probably will sometimes mean more to somebody than the big extravagant gifts that they expect. Like you expect a big gift on your birthday. You expect a big gift at Christmas. Mm -hmm. But out of the blue, if you come home with one of my favorite things, raindrops and rainbows and Red Bull and tennis shoes, holes and clothes and throwing bowls. These are a few of my favorite things. I'm if you come home with that, songs. boy, I'm going to love it. Give it up one time. India, are you ready with this hairdo? I'm ready. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Hey. Ho. We're back. I feel good. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Obviously, you and I have been on our phones too much in the past couple of days. Kick it. I got this question from uh, the Shave Hold Room. Hold on. Let, let, let me say something. Let me say something first. I sent you that question. You didn't send me this. I sent you my question last Saturday. Okay, whatever. Anyway. I mean, Saturday, this Saturday. Anyways. um, I forgot to talk about something. It it just ties back into um, what we just talked about recently, <laughs> and it's: Are you going on a second date with a man if he doesn't pay on the first one? So let's just add on to the first question. If you asked me on the date, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going. I feel like if you ask me on the date, mm-hmm. you should be the one to pay for the date. I mean, I would agree with I, that. I, that's chivalry, like, right? Yeah. Now. Ladies, you know, there has been lots of conversation about shooting your shot. Shoot it, fellas. I feel like if you shoot your shot as a woman Hmm. and you ask a guy on a date. Come on now. You should pay for the date. Hey, fellas. And you know what? And, you know, granted, the guy may not let you pay. That's what I was going to say. You need to at least pull out that, that debit card. And act like you're gonna pay. I ain't gonna lie. If a girl pull out a debit, if, if she if you would have pulled out your debit card on the first date with me, I would have got old Woody. Beep. Meat would have got erect. No, you took me to a hibachi restaurant and it was out of my price range when yeah. I was you were too little. 19. Too I was young. too little. My what? Bad. Too young. Same thing. <laughs> From Mississippi, man. What, 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 what do you expect? Blame it on Mississippi. You were too young. No kills over here. Chill out. But yeah, if, if I end up paying on the first date and you're the one who asked me out, yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, I'm not going on a second date. Now, I feel like regardless of who asks who on the date, you should always be prepared to pay. Yeah, I would agree. In case some shit hit the fan, some, somebody's card declined, maybe the um, the date doesn't go as planned, mm-hmm. you get into an argument, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, I'm paying for my food. Can you give me my check? You have to protect yourself at all times. Expect the unexpected you are not entitled to anything but if i go out with so it's really a girl's question because i mean i'm paying i'm paying straight up not even like i'm if you ask me out i'm paying if i ask you out i'm paying listen i'm paying regardless i don't think a lady should pay for a man's dinner and this might be old-fashioned thinking i know it's 2019 and gender roles and all this but some things should remain the same and this is one of those things i'm putting my foot down (laughs) i don't have to pay every time but on the first date i feel like it's a good impression to go ahead and you pay what pay like your way you pay for the date and you get the hell on down okay that's what you should do i mean as, as a man you should be able to take that on your shoulders. You're going out to eat. You're not going out to on a vacation. So at this rate, at the age that we are now, you know, in college maybe a little different, but at the age that we are now, speaking to our friends who are dating and or single, uh, yeah, as men, we need to step up to the plate and pay for the date. I like it like that. Step up to the date and pay for the step up to the plate and pay for the date. (laughs) Step up to the plate and pay for the date. Well, that's what I have. Yeah. So that's all you got. That's all you're gonna give us. That's it. So we're gonna wrap this thing on up. This is a shorter episode, I think. But before I leave, India. What's up? It is Amazon Prime Day. It's Amazon Prime Day. (laughs) (laughs) You loud as hell. India texted me at 939 <laughs> this morning and with that exact phrase, with all those exclamation points saying the exact same thing she said right there. But I was like, damn, how does Amazon Prime Day play a part in the relationship? What, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what can you get on Amazon Prime Day that can make your relationship better? They have like pots and pans. I thought about that. Oh, uh, Instapot. Yeah. An iRobot. Uh, air fryers. Got an air fryer. Do you know for the family people, they got some baby stuff on there. We got, bell, of we got diapers and Last high year, chairs. We, 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 we got did. the high chair. We did. We sure did. I mean, Amazon Day is great. It, it Prom Day is and a... You know, Target tried to piggyback off of them. And they had a one-day sale today, too. Shout out to Target for trying to scoop up their business. It, it, it ain't no Amazon Day. It's not Amazon Day. Because you know what Target... They you know what they don't have at Target? The Amazon Prom Day does have? What? That ring doorbell? The best sex toy deals for ladies <laughs> in your... For the lady in your life on Amazon Prime Day. I found an article. They have the Womanizer Pro 40 Sensual Pleasurer. And it is $129. Let me just give you some of these. <laughs> they have the Lilo Santa Cruz. It was $99, but you can get it on Amazon Prime Day for $74.25. Let me find another one. Oh, this is a big deal. The another Lilo product, it was $239. Now it's $167.31. Now, 
I saw a we vibe, the anniversary condition. I'm sorry, addition. condition. I'm going to be in the anniversary condition when I get through with it. It's $217. Listen, my friends, if I have to pay $217 for a vibrator, I'm going to use my cell phone and just continue to cut the vibration on. What? So I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna use it on you. So it's a bunch of products. So they do have um sex toys on Amazon. Did you find that Bluetooth? I I have not. Controlled vibrator. Tell the home girl to resend it to you because I forgot what it was called. (laughs) It might be on Prime Day. So you guys go out there and have fun on Amazon Prime Day. Do something freak nasty. Wanna know? But India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. Um, Shop Indie Boutique. My blog is relaunching this week. India, did the blog posts come in yet? Yeah. India. India-Marie.com. Check it out on like Wednesday. Check it out on like (laughs) Wednesday. So you already know where you can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Also, she and I podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. We will be putting up more content soon. I promise on Facebook. Um, we will start back doing the she and I short take soon. I promise we will. The t-shirts will be on the website soon. I promise they will. We got a, lot, got a lot of, of promises cooking and after in August 1st. I'll tell you today, August 1st, everything's going to be launching at the same time. So make sure you check out everything. Also, do me a favor. Do India a favor. Do us a favor. Go to iTunes. Go to um, SoundCloud. Wherever you listen to your podcast, like, subscribe, and leave a five-star rating. If it's less than five Email us and tell us what we can do better. We love hearing your constructive criticism, but don't be a hater. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Just come on here and tell us what you need to hear. We do this for y'all. We love y'all. We love each and every person who listens to the podcast. Um, I think that's it. And I'm going to end it like this. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,